0: Guys. Welcome to Buffy Speak. Um, mm. You're not going to believe what we're dealing with. So, um, okay, so it's been a while. It's been a very long time. It feels like a long time that we've like been paradise. here doing this, talking to you. Um, we've been... I left the state without... Telling Beth before I did it um, Just your usual long distance Podcast problems So that's why we didn't have an episode last week Because I uh, forgot about it <laughs> And um <laughs> And that you think after doing this once a week For like over a year now That I would remember that I need to do this once a week But I just, I just don't <laughs> Um so uh So anyway and then Beth's computer Hates us and keeps Keeps turning off um and so we're just gonna go through this as quick as we can, and honestly, you are you're getting a good break because this episode really this episode there is not
1: is boring it's, it's not a whole I'm lot going of talk to about. say it it's boring.
0: It's season four, episode eleven. It's called doom, and the entire episode consists of Buffy and Riley bumping Fighting into each in other street. serendipitously. And just randomly finding each other and being like, oh, we can be together. No, we can't. We can be together. No, we can't. Yeah. And they're just really, they're not sure. But um, they eventually decide to give it the old college try. Mm
1: -hmm. And,
0: um, you know, good for them. Can't wait to see how this crash and burns. But it's basically, okay. So we pick up like right where we left off. Because the last episode ended with like them sitting on the bed being like, hey, we need to talk so then the episode starts and they talk and Buffy knows his whole deal right Cause she's been stalking him for <laughs> yeah, months, basically um not knowing it was him and uh yeah so she knows his whole deal and then he's like so what are you and he's like you're supernatural and she's like I'm the slayer, slayer and this the. yeah that was cute they were being um, they were, she
1: was being real sassy
0: This dude doesn't know who the Slayer is at all, which is insane because Forrest knows and God, that dude (laughs) drives me insane, by the way. I really, oh my God, he is the worst actor on the show.
1: He's just, he's like really trying to drive home the like skeezy guy, but it's like, it's just like, guys, like, it's okay. You know, like people can have multiple dimensions, but they're like, nope, nope, nope this guy I hate him <laughs> I,
0: <laughs> I really really do I just think the way that he interacts with people okay so here's the problem I'm gonna get a little acty on this get he acty. waits for his turn to say his line mm-hmm. that's it he's not he's not listening to the other people and the thing is is that Mark Blukas gets worse when he's with Forrest and better when he's with Sarah Michelle Geller. Mm-hmm. and and I was actually thinking, because, you know, at first I was like, how did this dude get this job, other than just, like, being good looking? But, um, I really think that, like, he does have a pretty decent chemistry with Sarah Michelle Geller. Like, they're mm-hmm. kind of, what they're saying is dumb, um, <laughs> and his character is dumb, but the execution is just fine. It's totally acceptable. I will- Um, s- when it's them two together.
1: Yeah, I will say that, um, this is, we, we recorded, like, half this episode once already. Don't talk yeah, to did. me about it, please. But, um- uh, we did say that w- their big, like, their argument, both of them have semi-decent points, but they're both being idiots. Like, yeah,
0: it's like, Riley's being like, I'm not gonna walk away from this, um, yeah, to this and girl who he, like, barely knows. I mean, I guess I would, I would really pursue Buffy as well, if, especially if I realized that she was a superhero.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real.
0: Um... But yes, he's, like, he's, like, being really melodramatic about it and, like, giving these long cinematic speeches to her about how they can be together. And Buffy, on the other hand, is being like, I can't. It's never going to work out. And she's, like, comparing this dude who, like, although he does have this kind of weird aspect to himself, he's just a normal guy. And she's comparing him to Angel, who was literally undead. And well, I'm just yeah. like
1: it's just like with Buffy like with her relationships it's she's always trying to find her equal like I mean maybe not like consciously but like that's just like how it she always tries to find someone yeah. who can like who can like fit her and it's just like it's just like I mean you'll I mean you'll probably but I mean, see this more with Spike Riley's- or whatever but just like how you it's, it, because you're the only one yeah. Like, you're the only one. No, well, no one is I like you. I think that Riley is, like, as close as it
0: gets, kind of. Like, that's the thing. She's saying, like, oh, this we can't be together because I have all these, um, you know, qualifiers, right? Where it's, like, she and she has all these, like, weird things that she has to deal with. And, I mean, it's, like, she fights monsters and has to keep a secret identity, and that's, like, a big burden on her. And Riley fights monsters and has to keep a secret identity, right. and that's a really big burden on him. I don't like Riley, but I'm just saying yeah, that, like, it's, if she's well, looking yeah, for somebody... It would just,
1: like, yeah, it would, it would to seem, share like... The load with. It would seem like this would be the obvious answer. To yeah. To, like, to, like, she... Because, like, she's always, like... Oh, you know, I have to keep the Slayer identity a secret And now she doesn't And he also has to keep a secret And there's something you can share as a couple Right But, like, it uh, And it's also
0: like, what'd you do at work today, honey? Like, that's
1: Yeah A lot kill, more manageable kill, Killed whenever some vampires you, Right Me and, too um, Wow Let's have boring sex, I assume <laughs> <laughs> That's funny
0: um. Yeah. So I don't. I don't necessarily know what her problem is. I guess it's just the fact that like she loved Angel so much, and he became like this weakness of hers. Like whenever right. it was like a it was like a Peter Parker Mary Jane type thing, where anytime somebody weakness. wanted to get to Buffy, they would just like fuck with Angel and like try to take Angel's soul, you know. And mm-hmm. so it's like. Uh, Maybe that's, like, where all of this is coming from. Maybe it's not really rooted in, um, as much in reality. Like, it's not... It Maybe it has less to do with Riley than we think it does. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, maybe she... Maybe it's just all these other things that, um, she's worried about that, uh... Yeah, don't apply I mean, to the situation but she's worried that they will at some point
1: She's just had she's just had a rough go of it with guys i mean it's yeah, just like that's who what happens her? when
0: you date vampires i <laughs> i really just i feel no sympathy i'm like girl you've you know you've made your sexy bed like <laughs> it's fine
1: you've made and, your uh, sexy sexy bed
0: yeah, so she's, like, all worried about it, and Riley's like, no, please be with me, and she's like, my answer is no. But then she goes back on it, and I'm kind of like, girl, your word means nothing. Like, you don't know what you want. And, uh, and you'd think that she would at this point, right? Because usually people who go through the types of traumas that she's been through, like, have a very strong sense of self. She's kind of, I mean, I guess it's just with boys. Yeah,
1: really. I mean, she- And boys are very confusing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another part of this episode is that we find out Spike can hit demons, so he becomes yes, kind of a happens. white hat. He tries yeah. to he tries to he tries to antagonize Xander and Willow cuz he has nothing better to do with his life. Right. At the moment. Um oh wait. So what else? Okay, so should we go through this chronologically? I'll do it fast. I'll do it really fast, okay? Speed like Okay, hold on. I'm going to time you, okay? Okay, ready? it's gonna be fun. Okay, alright. And hold on, hold on, go.
0: Okay, so we open, and Buffy and Riley are talking, and she knows everything about him, but he doesn't know anything about her, so she's like, you need to ask around about the Slayer. Then, um, there's an earthquake, and Buffy freaks out because the last time that there was an earthquake, the Hellmouth opened, and she died. And so they get under the, what is it, the doorway, and they, like, hide from the earthquake. Then... Um, Meanwhile, elsewhere in Sunnydale, the earthquake has fucked up Xander's basement where he and Spike are roomies, and the pipes are busted and they're leaking all over the place. And Xander's like, I believe for work, here's a wrench, you need to fix this. And Spike's like, I don't want to because Spike hates his life. Because previously to now, his entire purpose was to murder, and he can't murder anymore, and he's feeling very upset about it. <laughs> Um, then, uh, what else happens? So Riley starts asking around about the Slayer. Um, everybody else seems to, not everybody else, I guess he talks to Forrest, who I don't like, and he's like, uh, the Slayer, yeah, I've heard of her, and they have this weird <laughs> stilted conversation, um, and, uh, the dude's like, Forrest is like, oh, it's a myth, man, it doesn't exist, but Riley's like it does exist because I just met her, blah, blah, blah. So then, uh, what else happens? Then Willow goes to a party and, um, Buffy's supposed to meet her there, but Buffy is talking to Giles about the earthquake, um, because she thinks she's going to die. So Willow is waiting at the party at the frat house where there's a power outage because of the earthquake and Willow's being super weird and is just standing in the middle of the room talking to nobody and then she sees Percy who she tutored in high school so then she talks to Percy and Percy's like oh you're kind of a nerd and then she gets her feelings hurt about it but the thing is she was being a nerd like she was standing in the middle (laughs) she like approached somebody to have a conversation and then stood there silently kind of like they didn't Mm -hmm. she didn't help encourage the conversation so she gets her feelings hurt and like runs off and goes finds a place to lay down until Buffy gets there and then while she's laying down the power comes back on and there's a dead guy next to her which is always a party foul mm-hmm. and um so she sees this guy and she like gets scary and then gets scared and she runs downstairs and like calls the cops and all that stuff and you know like you do when you find a dead body Buffy right. shows up and they see the mark and they're like okay let's go talk to Giles so then there's, um, oh yeah, meanwhile, Riley and his crew, they find out about the body. They're like, oh, should we go after it? Like, is this supernatural? Is this not? And, um, and I mean, they're like, okay, let's not do anything for now. So then Buffy and everybody, the Scoobies, they have a meeting at Giles about what they're going to do, and they realize that um, they're planning a sacrifice, right? Do they, do they plan it then or later? I think they figure that out later, actually.
1: Um, uh do they I don't know this episode. no they do
0: no right then they make a plan um okay wait no so they're like <laughs> uh Buffy's like I feel like I've seen this mark before I'm not sure where I've seen it before uh and then they like make half a plan where they're like okay something's going on but we don't really have a whole lot of leads so just keep your eye out then Buffy goes patrolling and she finds the mark and she's like of course this is where I've seen it before So then she's, like, checking out the mark, and she sees a big monster, and she runs into Riley, and then her and Riley, like, kind of fight the monster, and, uh, they figure out, like, what the monster guy is looking- oh, yeah, uh, Riley and Buffy have another argument in the cemetery about how- whether or not they should be together. (laughs) It's really lame. Um, Uh then, uh, meanwhile, uh, Spike- um, okay, so Willow and Xander are gonna go to the library to see if they can find anything out about the word of Valios- and they go by Xander's to pick up some weapons just in case. And they find Spike, and he's trying to stake himself. He's trying to fall onto a stake, and it's actually pretty <laughs> funny. That dude is incredible. He's like, he's one of the gems of the show. That he, uh, James he, Marsters.
1: He and Anthony Stewart Head yeah. are like this show's like gift.
0: Yeah, to they really this, they deliver the flawlessly WD. every time. Yeah. Um, so even, even when, cause like you gotta admit like this show sometimes has like some crappy writing, like dialogue wise. Mm -hmm. And so I shouldn't say crappy. I, I don't really like camp a whole lot. It's not, it doesn't touch my heart the way it touches some people's heart. I appreciate camp, but I don't like love it. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, so they're just, they're flawless. And so Spike's being super melodramatic and it's like, I want to die. And, um, Willow and Xander are like, well, we can't leave them here. So they, uh, Oh, yeah, they take him, and there's this really cute exchange where Xander's like, hey, if we don't find what we're looking for, we're looking at an apocalypse. And Spike is like, really? You're not just saying that. And uh, <laughs> it's funny. Um, so then, uh, yeah, okay, so they're looking for stuff in the library. Buffy finds that stuff in the, um, what is it, cemetery. Yes. I guess. The only word that was coming to mind was funeral. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So then, uh, they like can't really find anything, and nobody really knows what to do. Um, and then, while they're still looking for the word of Valios, Giles realizes that it's a talisman, and right. it's sitting in a box in his house. And so he goes and he gets the talisman out, and conveniently timed, that's when the scaling yeah, guys I was show gonna up. Say. <laughs> um, a lot, like of, as soon this, as he lot of this comes of down
1: to convenience.
0: Yeah, it really does. And also, how did they know that he had it? Maybe they have, like, sensors, you know? Like, yeah, they may, can feel may, the energy of it or something. But when they have just
1: gone there in the first pl- place?
0: But it was the last thing they needed, right? Because they got the bones mm. and the blood. And so this was just, like, the last... I don't know. Sure. It was um, just their last stop. Yep, last stop. Last stop before the sacrifice. So they go, <laughs> they beat the shit out of Giles. Giles yes. gets his ass kicked <laughs> and uh, by these giant lizards. <laughs> I feel bad for him. Also, I'm like, he would have just given it to you, right? Like, he's clearly outnumbered. Yeah. And, uh... Like, I don't, I don't know. That dude can take a meeting. Um, Yeah, for real.
1: God, have, how has he not, like, suffered, like, severe brain trauma? Isn't it him that Cordelia is like, you know, you really shouldn't be knocked out for that long? (laughs) Is that him? Yeah. She's like, she's like, you're going to wake up in a coma one day. (laughs) And he's like, wake up up in in a coma? I love her. Alright, y'all, there was some. There, you probably saw it. There's some talk recently on Twitter because uh, oh, Joss, yeah. Joss Whedon's ex wife recently wrote a guest article for The Rap about him and how much he sucks. I don't like Joss Whedon, you guys. I really don't like him. And, um,. It's like his feminism only goes up to, like, 1995. Right. It's like he's like, I'm, I'm a big second-wave feminist. And then, like, you're like, okay, but what about third and current wave? He's like, what? I don't, I don't know her. What about treating women as people? Yeah, what, what about yeah. living your life and letting women be okay? Um, no, no, he can't do that. Um, and I know I've talked about it on the show, but he fired Charisma Carpenter for being pregnant. He fired her from Angel, from being pregnant, and then he brings her back. He kills her character. Yeah. Just for kicks and gigs. I hate this dude. I hate yep. him.
0: Yeah. I read that article about uh, by his ex wife. It was um, not surprising.
1: Yeah. At all. No. Well, um.
0: But it was still like, dan- like it's, it's just, right there. You know. Well,
1: it's just when men when men are the so proof is like the in the paper. When men are so like up in your face about their feminism and like about like, oh, I think all women are people, and you're like, oh my gosh, oh, you're so great, I love it. Like, yeah, you know, right. Like, I think women should have the right to own property, and, and you're like, oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah, thank he's you really so much
0: he just really bit off more than he could chew. Like, there's no... He didn't have enough humility about it, and that's part of the thing about, like, any social justice movement, in my opinion, is that, um, you know, it requires a lot of humility because it usually involves, like, okay, so, like, I'm white, and when I'm learning about black issues, you have to be humble about it. Otherwise, you're just gonna become another, like, defensive white person who's like, not me, I'm not racist, you know? Right. And it's the same thing, like, with men who are learning about feminism, um, just shut you know, your or mouth. even even women who are learning about feminism because there's a lot of like internalized misogyny as well like people who just can't listen like that's a huge problem and it means that you're just not gonna it's not it means you're not gonna grow in the way that you want to grow right and uh because i think i'm sure okay so this is my fucking empathy coming out But Joss Whedon is just a person who I'm sure is just trying to figure out life like the rest of us. And I'm sure that he genuinely wants to be a feminist and, like, wants to, um, you know, become that person that he acts like he is or that he preaches that he is. But at the same time, like, if you're not, if you can't get off your high horse for long enough to actually listen to um, the people around you, then. What are you gonna do? I mean, like, literally, he didn't he like delete his Twitter because somebody told him that he wasn't feminist.
1: He deleted his Twitter a while ago um, because he um, he gave a speech about right. Uh, he gave a speech about feminism that was wildly misguided. Yeah, it was just it really was one of those things where it's kind of on the organization that hired him. To give a speech as yeah, well. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because it's like, what did you think was going to happen? You you hired a man to, yeah, talk, to, about s- to talk about women's issues. Feminism. Yeah, like like um, I've he- only ever seen one good feminist
0: speech given by a man. It's actually pretty good. It's a TED Talk. Mm-hmm. Wow, I wish I knew the guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just I just halfway recommended something to a group of people. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's a it's a damn shame, but it's just, like, he's got, I mean, like, he, we've we seen this before, like, anytime he gets even mildly criticized, he's just, like, everybody's against me, nobody appreciates what I've done for TV and stuff like that, and it's, like, uh
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, like get over Oop, yourself, Oop, and it's Oop.
0: just, I mean, there's other... There's other celebrities that I see all the time. I mean, I saw Eric Andre. Um, I follow him on Instagram, and uh, he shared a video of somebody that he, done, he did not know was a, um, a domestic abuser. He had recently beaten the shit out of his girlfriend or something. Uh-huh. And, um, and Eric Andre took the video down and then made another post and was like, hey, I just got educated that this dude was a domestic abuser. I didn't realize that. And then he made a statement about... Um, you know about how women shouldn't <laughs> be beaten up you know right, and yeah. um just the basic stuff but like that's the thing is that he took the thing down and was like wow man y'all were right he wasn't saying like no i like his music like what you know he just didn't get defensive and there's just yeah. a lot of celebrities who are capable of being like wow thank you all my fans for caring about me enough to teach me
1: yeah and you it know? is and it is really dangerous to like put any person on a pedestal for like their right. um yeah for their uh uh bully you know, for what they what they espouse and stuff like that because nobody nobody is going to be who you want them to be one hundred percent of the time. And that's what like just like these you know, just like celebrities and people like that, like oh like you want to be like because the bar is so low, you want to be like, Oh my gosh, they're doing so much right. They're being so yeah. good at things the bar and is stuff pretty like that. Old but um you just like you have to remember you have to keep in mind that like nobody's going to be what you need like because people are people and i mean this may sound a little hypocritical because i was just like Josh Wheaton sucks and i hate him and stuff like that but i really don't like him <laughs> like, well there's there's also other reasons and
0: it's been it's been years coming that you've grown to like not like him it's like you don't even it's not like you don't like the things that he esp- he espouses as you said you know right. like it's not, it's not like you're being like, I love Joss Whedon, and now I read this article by his ex-wife, and now I hate Joss Whedon. It's like, no, Joss Whedon has kind of skewed me out for quite some time now.
1: Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, it really has been a downward slope. I, I saw that Charisma Carpenter thing like a year ago, right. um, maybe a little bit more. And ever since then, I've just been like, you know what? No, I'm good. I'm yeah. really good. I like the Avengers, though.
0: I yeah, the first the one. First one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyway, where were
0: we? Lord, um, I'm sorry,
1: guys. I kind of got us off n- there.
0: No, that's okay. That conversation was more interesting than the entire episode. So, um. Preach. Okay, so, yeah, Jaws gets the shit kicked out of him. Oh, okay. Then they, uh, he realizes that they're going to the Hellmouth, you know, and which is at the school. So they go to the school, and the school is fucked up the school is so messed up i like Mm -hmm. you know like i knew that a giant snake had been through it but it's like falling apart and it was really crazy Mm -hmm. um so they go to the yeah they go to the thing they go to the library they see the the scaly guys and they're they're sacrificing each other and oh yeah that's the thing they were like looking for the what is it? The sacrifices, I guess? The people yeah, that they were they going need to three peop- the...
1: they need three sacrifices, and so they're really... Like, their goal now is to just stop three things from being sacrificed.
0: Yeah, and um, at first they're like, Okay, you need to find the sacrifices, and then get them out, and then I'll deal with the bad guys. And then they get there, and they're like, Where are the sacrifices? And then a dude jumps into the hole, the scaly dude, and he jumps in, and they're like, what? They are the sacrifice! And they're fighting each other, but it's hard to fight somebody when they're trying to kill themselves, <laughs> right. you know? Cause it's like, you. I mean, they're trying to fight to keep them alive, which is difficult, you know? Cause it's like, I'm beating you up, but I'm also trying to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like beating this dude up and everybody's fighting. And then a spike is like being scared because he feels like he can't fight, you know, without his brain really hurting. And then, he, but then he punches a demon and then he realizes that he can fight demons and he's like, I'm back baby. And he's like really funny about it. <laughs> and, um, so they, uh, yeah, they're fighting, and then, uh, Willow and Xander leave for some reason. Why do they leave? Does the place start- oh, the hellmouth starts shaking. hmm That's what it is, and Buffy's like, oh, get out of here, and so they leave, and Buffy's still fighting him. Riley shows up out of nowhere, out of absolutely nowhere, and helps Buffy fight this dude out, <gasps> um, and- Then they, like, they, uh, so two of them have already jumped in the hole, right? Yes, two. And then they're fighting the third one, Buffy and Riley are, and then the dude, he jumps down the hole, and Buffy jumps in after him, and Riley, she's like, I'm
1: going in. And And I'd like to talk about the physics of what happens here. too. Because it's impossible yeah. It's impossible. I do not care how strong Riley is. I don't, I don't care how much like super genetic, like Bucky Barnes like 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 serum is being pumped right. into his veins. He is not strong enough to stand like fifteen feet away from a hole and and hold on to Buffy holding on to a demon um at an incline with a very thin rope connected it's to his so hip, thin. it's so thin. It's the thinnest cable.
0: It's literally like it's thinner
1: than a rubber band that you would use to put your hair up. That's like, how thin it is. And and his hands, because of how it, he she was like going down into the hole, right? His hands would have been cut been into so up. deep, yeah. like yeah. they would have been bleeding everywhere and he wouldn't have been able to hold on to it it would have been impossible i'm so mad (laughs) yeah so he's like he
0: clips her onto like his fucking batman belt and uh he she jumps into the hole another thing to talk about the physics is that the dude jumps in like quite a few seconds before she does like He jumps in, she realizes it, she turns to Riley and says, I'm going in, and then Riley clips her in and says, you're coming back out. So that's like four or five seconds, and then she jumps in after him, and somehow manages to reach him? I guess, like, in the fall? Like, I understand, I don't, I understand, like, why they didn't show us the inside of the hell mouth, but I'm also like, like, it's just not adding up but she grabs the demon and Riley pulls her out and the hellmouth stops shaking and um they like save the day or whatever and then there's like a meeting at Giles's place and they talk, you know, they debrief about the situation and then Buffy goes to see Riley at his dorm room and Riley has a poster on the back of his bedroom door On the inside of his bedroom door. And at the top, it just says balls. Balls. He has a balls poster. And on the poster, there are about 12 different sports balls labeled. (laughs) Labeled. So there's a tennis ball, and underneath it, it says tennis. And there's a soccer ball, and underneath it, it says soccer. And I'm just thinking about the production designer that was told to decorate this college boy's room... With, like, generic boy things, like, generic, quote-unquote, masculine decorations. Right. And they went to Walmart, and they flipped through the little poster binder, as you do, (laughs) and they were like, oh, boys like sports. I'm gonna get this. Like, it's just, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this this has been a stupid episode, but that's the stupidest part of this episode, is this poster. And, um, so... So anyway, so Buffy goes to Riley's room and is like, wow, I can't believe you saved me. Now I trust you and we can be together. And sucks his dick. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the episode. And that's that. Um, I was, okay, so this episode did a lot of resolving, which I am appreciative of. We got, you know, Spike is back with um, his own version of a, uh, You know, his new purpose in life. Excuse me. And um, so Spike is back, and that's been kind of a long time coming. Like, we've been dealing with Spike for a few episodes, or Spike's issues. Yeah. Um, Another thing is uh, Buffy and Riley are together. Who cares? I guess that's really it. I guess those are the only two things. But those are two things that we've been leading up to for a while, you know, where, um, you know, it's like they were, like, trying to figure out if they were going to kiss and if they were going to be together now, so... Yeah, so that's where we're... That's where we're (laughs) going from. Um, I was very uh, underwhelmed, which is kind of interesting because this is a very dramatic episode. They were... (laughs) They were very... It was a lot of big acting and, uh... Yeah, and very dramatic, like, oh, no, the school's gonna come down again! Like... (laughs) Uh, yeah, so, I mean, if I, I'm gonna rate it, I'm gonna give it, like, a four, because, you know, it got the job done as far as getting from point A to point B, but I was just, like, not entertained. I was like, man, I miss, I miss Hush.
1: Yeah, I think, I think four is a solid, is, is a, is a a good number for this totally underwhelming episode. Yeah, um, I'm assuming we'll go up from here. Hopefully. And
0: that's that. That's it. I mean, we've said everything there is to say.
1: Yep. Right?
0: We, we sure did it. All right, everybody. Um, okay, so here's the deal. We're going to be back on track now because I am in Texas for the remainder of this school semester, and um, yeah, so we're going to, our shit's together, all right? Somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was kind of a lie. Um, <laughs> our shit is 50% together. You At know
1: least,
0: what? yes. 70. 70%. Um, so from here on out, you know, we'll get our regular, our regularly scheduled Sunday, dep- Sunday episodes, and you can get more updates on that, um, at Buffy underscore speak on yes. Twitter. And then, uh, you know, you can talk to us and that's. That's it. I'm winding. Can can you hear me? Whenever you were first, like I'll time you. I was like, all right, we're gonna do this. We're gonna
1: do this. And as I've talked about the episode, I've just like slowly Slowly. like winded down. Like a, I did not. We kind of, we kind of, (laughs) we kind of lost the plot with that one. I definitely. We just kind of did the rest of the episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, the episode's gonna be 30 minutes long. So it took
0: me 30 minutes to explain the plot. That's it. Yep. There we go. All right. Talk to you next week, everybody. Bye.
1: Bye. That was weird.